Dave, this is John Syatt. Well, I firmly believe that we get the results that we get because of our principles, our philosophies, and our standards. Just think about that. For example, a Rolls-Royce versus a Toyota. They're, they're both the same thing in that they're cars, right? They're transportation, steering wheel, four wheels, four doors, depending upon the model, gets you from point A to point B, but they're not the same thing. They're the same thing, but they're not. You take a look at the quote-unquote average Rolls-Royce, if there is such a thing, it's a half a million dollars, whereas you take a look at the average Toyota, and it's probably about $35,000, $40,000. So what's the difference? Well, aside from the price, of course, it's the level to which they're both built. See, a Rolls-Royce is built to a higher standard in terms of fit, finish, the quality of the materials, and so forth. And so Nobody in their right mind would pay a half a million dollars for a Toyota. It doesn't mean it's not a great car, but it's just not the same thing as a Rolls Royce. Well, in life, in your business, it's no different. You know, you take a look at your results. If you get Rolls Royce sort of results or outcomes, it has everything to do with your principles, your philosophies, and your standards. And if you're getting results that are less than a Rolls Royce, you know, I want to back on Toyotas. Toyotas are great. They're reliable. They retain their value. But given the choice between both cars, I'm going to take the Rolls Royce. And oftentimes when I say to people, if I gave you the choice between two cars, it's so interesting. I always get somebody who will say, I'll take the Toyota. Well, wait a minute. Why would you do that? I didn't say you had to drive the car. My, my heavens, if you don't want to drive a Rolls Royce, that's fine. Take the car from me, sell it and take the cash and go buy 15 Toyotas <laughs> or buy one Toyota and invest the dollars. But you would take the Rolls Royce because you know at the end of the day it's more valuable, gang. Well, look, I take a look at the story of Everest where it was um, founded, you know, in 2009 during what was called or what's called now the Great Recession. It, worst economic times since the Great Depression in the 1930s. And yet Everest was born out of those difficult times and became a significant player in real estate on a national level. Not just to mention on a local level, but on a national level. You know, having the single most productive office in the world for Century 21, the second largest company for Century 21 in the world, you know, at uh and at our height, selling as many as uh, nearly 10,000 homes, $100 million in revenue, and $3.6 billion in volume, in real estate value that, that is sold in a single year. Well, those sorts of numbers, that sort of success doesn't happen by chance. It has everything to do with the principles and philosophies and standards. You know, really, as I take a look at it, Everest is really a Rolls Royce when it comes to real estate companies because... It is built around the right principles, philosophies, and standards. Well, what are those principles, philosophies, and standards? Well, we call it the Everest Foundation Gang. And all I know is this, that if a real estate company can be formed during the Great Recession, the worst economic time since the Great Depression, and experience the sort of success that we have in really relatively a short period of time, if it works for a company of that level to that magnitude, then of course it would work for you as an agent trying to accomplish what you're trying to accomplish in real estate or whatever you're trying to accomplish in life. So my question is, are you leveraging the principles, philosophies, and standards? Are you in fact, we're really abiding by them because you know our principles and philosophies and standards aren't what we say they are, they're, they're rather what we do. So let me just review very quickly the Everest Foundation. Number one, it's purpose. Gang, those who are purpose-driven, who are passionate-based, those 
who love what they do or tie what they do on a daily basis to the things that they love. Because look, you may not like real estate or love it, but realize this, that if you'll do it exceptionally well, it'll finance your dreams. It'll allow you to do the other things that you want to do, to live the life that you want, to become the person you want to become. So be purpose-driven. Be clear about what you want your life to be about. All I know is this, people of passion, people who are purpose-driven will thrive. Those who are fear-driven, who just simply work to survival, will just simply go to the level of survival and then they'll pull back. The second thing is discipline. That's the second foundational principle of Everest. What is interesting is that the relationship between having a purpose and being clear about it and discipline is positive. The more purpose-driven you are, the more clear you are about your purpose and who you want to become and the life that you want to live, and you stay engaged in that, and you keep it top of mind, the more disciplined you will be. Take a look at the most successful people on this planet who have ever existed, who exist today. Those people, I can guarantee you, are purpose-driven. They've achieved significant things because they are passionate about what it is they do or what it is they want to do, and they make certain that their job finances their dreams. So that's the second foundational principle, discipline. The third one is this. It's mindset. Look, gang, you've heard me say it a thousand times, if not more. Mindset is a skill set. And the number one thing that we can work on on a daily basis, of course, is the conversation we have with ourselves. And the better our conversation is with ourselves, the better the conversations we will have with other human beings. And make no mistake about it, you are a leader. Your job is to go out and find followers. We just happen to call those followers in the business of real estate buyers and sellers. And the better you're able to have a conversation with yourself and lead yourself with optimism, with positivity, and go out and communicate with people in that optimistic and positive way, the more likely it is that you're going to have followers. The fourth principle is this. It's skills, and specifically the skill of communication. Make no mistake about it. One thing I did not understand when I got into the business nearly 30 years ago is that I signed up to be a leader. And the number one skill of great leaders is communication. So if you want to have more followers, because that's what leaders have, then be a great communicator. The better you are at communicating, the more followers you will have, the more buyers and sellers. So my question for you is, do you practice your skill set of communicating every single day? You know, be like a football player or a, base, a basketball player, or a baseball player, or a soccer player, or a piano player, you know, at a professional level, expecting to, to get to a professional level or to maintain that level of professionalism and not practicing. Of course, that would be nonsense. Nobody would expect that that's possible because it isn't. So, gang, it's, it's the same thing here in real estate. It's required that we practice on a daily basis if we expect to produce at a high level. You know, it's, it's fascinating. Real estate agents expect to make hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. And then I see how very few agents actually commit time on a daily basis to practicing their skill. And then the principle, the fifth principle is having a written plan, being clear about what it is that you have to do on a daily basis, and then having a written schedule, which is really a manifestation of a written plan, a written schedule that defines when you get up, what you do during your waking hours, and then what time you go to bed and how many hours of sleep that you get. And you repeat that process, abiding by the right principles, philosophies, and standards so that at the end of the day, at the end of the week, at the end of the month, at the end of the year, at the end of your career, you have built a Rolls-Royce business, so to speak, in real estate. 
And then the final thing is this, leveraging the systems and tools and strategies that will enable you to get greater efficiencies as you go about your day doing the things that are necessary to produce at a very high level, not just in real estate, but in every area of your life. Gang, I promise you, if you will leverage these foundational principles, you will stay close to them. If you'll stop trying to change them, but rather if you will recognize them and follow them as if they were immutable, unchangeable rules, I promise you, you'll get the results that you want. I promise you. You just simply have to submit to the process, succumb to the rules, play by the rules, and enjoy the coming success. Give these things some thought, and as usual, I'll see you at the top.